You are listening to Bullet Points. Bullet Points is our 15-minute monthly update on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. Hello everyone and welcome to Bullet Points, a podcast brought to you by Women Against Gun Violence, where we update you on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement in 15 minutes or less. I'm Marcos, your host, continuing to fill in for Brianna. And this month, I'm going to talk about federal assault weapons ban legislation. There are two bills currently in Congress that, if passed, would regulate assault weapons. SB 25, known as H.R. 698 in the House of Representatives, and the Go Safe Act, also known as SB 3369, Women Against Gun Violence. Along with many gun violence prevention organizations across the country, support says B25. Here's why. While the Go Safe Act exempts from the ban two increasingly popular, as well as certain calibers of assault weapons, SB25 bans all types and calibers of assault weapons, pistols, shotguns, and rifles. SB25 also takes into account the design characteristics that make a firearm an assault weapon. How many times have you heard disparaging comments from radicalized gun owners and representatives of the gun industry? When you say we need a nationwide ban on assault weapons, they say you can't even define an assault weapon. You don't even know what an assault weapon is. You just think it looks scary. Assault weapon is just a made up term. The last comment always makes me laugh because the term assault weapon is used extensively by the gun industry to market their firearms. Just check out their advertising materials and websites. Well, those features that we think are scary actually serve a scary purpose. Design characteristics of assault weapons are not cosmetic. Each has a specific function to enhance lethality. Let's take a look at the AR-15 semi-automatic assault rifle. The collapsible or foldable stock reduces the length of the gun, making it more easily concealed. The barrel shroud makes it easier to grip the gun without touching the hot barrel. The pistol grip is designed so the gun can easily be held and the trigger securely controlled. The magazine well accepts a variety of high-capacity detachable ammunition magazines. Yes. Those are scary features with a scary real purpose. We must operate under the assumption, already proven in states where an assault weapons ban exists, that gun manufacturers will try to find a workaround. Assault rifles and pistols are today's problem, but an effective assault weapons ban must prevent newer guns from becoming tomorrow's problem. And SB25 addresses both today's and tomorrow's problem. We will only get one shot at this apple. We must pass an assault weapons ban that thinks about today and tomorrow. That's why we support SB25. Now for a quick update on some important legislation being considered in the California legislature. Senate Bill 53, authored by California State Senator Anthony Portantino, has now passed the Senate floor and is in the State Assembly waiting to be assigned to committees for review, hearings, and vote. This important bill expands existing firearm safe storage laws by prohibiting a person from keeping or storing a firearm in a residence unless the firearm is stored in a safe or a lockbox approved by the California Department of Justice. 
Under this bill, a violation results in an infraction for the first offense and a misdemeanor for a second and subsequent offense. The violator will be subjected to a one-year ban on the purchase and possession of a firearm. Locking up firearms is an easy way to prevent suicide, unintentional shootings, and school shootings, yet many gun owners refuse to do so or are careless and inconsistent. We are hopeful that SB 53 will help. In breaking news, as I am recording this podcast, Jennifer Crumbly has been found guilty of involuntary manslaughter in connection with her sin's deadly rampage at Oxford High School in 2021. The unanimous verdict came on the second day of jury deliberations in a landmark trial that turned on an unusual question. Can the parent of a child who commits a mass shooting also be held criminally responsible? The Crumbleys gifted their son a semi-automatic handgun in the days before the shooting, and prosecutors pointed out that the firearm was not properly stored. We are hopeful that this verdict will embolden prosecutors and send a message to parents. Lock up your guns or face serious consequences. And in the litigation arena, California voters in 2016 approved a ballot measure requiring gun owners to undergo initial background checks to buy ammunition and pay $50 for a four-year ammunition permit. Legislators amended the measure to require background checks for each ammunition purchase starting in 2019. Of course, representatives of the gun lobby sued. Last week, Judge Benitez, a U.S. District Court judge in San Diego, ruled that ammunition background checks had no historical pedigree and violated the Second Amendment. California has appealed the decision to the Ninth U.S. Court of Appeals, but Judge Benitez also refused to allow the law to be enforced during the appeal process. Now, in good news, the Ninth Circuit Court has ruled that California can proceed with requiring people to undergo background checks to buy ammunition while the appeal is underway. Judge Benitez is known to us for having issued multiple decisions favoring firearms owners, including a September 2023 ruling that voided California's ban on high-capacity gun magazines. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. We look forward to working together with you to prevent gun violence. Remember, we are stronger together. Founded 30 years ago, Women Against Gun Violence works to prevent gun violence in our communities, state, and nation through a holistic approach that includes 1. Impactful legislation like background checks for all gun and ammunition sales and banning assault-style weapons and high-capacity magazines. 2. Programming on safe gun storage, voting, and divestment. 3. Addressing gun violence as a public health crisis and following the same path to solutions as our country does for other recognized public health emergencies. And four, supporting programs and organizations that help break the cycle of gun violence that impacts so many of our communities. Thanks again for listening. Let's all have a great day. Thank you for listening to Bullet Points. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Visit our website at wagv.org to sign up for our action alerts. We're looking forward to you joining us next month.